0: back to tunes tunes podcast i'm your host harold as always you can follow us on social media that's Toons tunes podcast t-u-n-e-s slash t-o-o-n-s we're on facebook instagram twitter you can listen to us on spotify apple podcasts wherever you find your podcasts we got alexander bot in the house tonight what up hey hey Hey, real quick, though, we'll give a shout-out to Mint Apparel here at the top of the hour. Mint Apparel has what you need if you're looking for a local shop to do. Screen printing, embroidery, heat press vinyl, they can even take care of your branding and logo design needs. Check them out at MintApparel.com. That's M-E-N-T Apparel.com. Or on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also request a quote by emailing them directly at info at God bless you, John Knight. He did our Cartoon Network knockoff logo shirts i don't know if you saw those no it was my first ever uh attempt you know i i think it's so appropriate to talk to you about this oh
1: yes please i uh
0: attempted my first ever crack at a graphic design and so what i did was like find the closest like cartoon network logo font like that classic Uh uh-huh black and white checkered and recreated it but it says tunes tunes instead
1: a good, a good little parody, and have not been.
0: Yeah, as I was say, it's transformative enough. Yes, I've with a that cease and
1: That is the key word, <laughs> parody. But it keeps uh, you
0: out of trouble. So we met at uh, a- an AIGA event.
1: Yeah, on Halloween. Uh, yeah. Near Halloween,
0: I think it was. Yeah, you're right. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, there was a, a still life drawing session that. AIGA had with some cool raffle prizes, including one of your awesome posters by Mike Anderson.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right on. Shout out to Mike Anderson, for another the show.
1: Oh, yeah. Sorry. Interstellar <laughs> 5555. Five, five. Yeah, that was pretty uh, sick, man. Um, yeah. He's
0: been, you know, we've been lucky enough to show some cool movies up here at Tower Theater from, from time to time. And uh, he's always gracious enough to do our uh, posters anytime. I'm like, Mike, can you do it? He's like, Sure. So God bless you, sir. I know you're listening. So much appreciate.
1: He's the best.
0: <laughs> but I know, and you went to UCO too. So it's like, yeah, yeah. we're all Broncos in this bitch. Oh,
1: Bronchos. Bronchos. <laughs> yes, because spelling's not important.
0: I know, man. Uh, um, well, I was kind of interested to hear about like your background. Like how did you first get into, you know, illustration? Like where did you find your love of like of art and stuff like that?
1: Uh, well, I mean, if you... Ask my mother, I've been drawing since forever. You know, I was like five or born with a pencil in my hand, something like that.
0: That would have been painful. I
1: know, for her, especially <laughs> That's what I'm saying. not me. <laughs> um well, uh, really for me, it started with anime. Well, I suppose, you know, before that too. But anime for sure just kind of launched me into drawing all the time and really pursuing it as a career you know i'm sure i wanted to be a mangaka you know manga artist but that that <laughs> didn't work out wasn't
0: in the cards that wasn't in the
1: cards i mean i i'm sure i would have liked to have moved to japan but you never know hey. but yeah uh so anime launched it and um with that with my favorite animes to inspire me and then i pursued a career in graphic design and doing anime and comic conventions on the side. Right and now on. it's my full time.
0: I know. It's cool to see, follow you on Instagram, too, because I'm like, where the heck is she this week? Like,
1: I know. you like in
0: Austin, in California. I'm like, damn.
1: Totally the first two weeks of January this year, <laughs> I was in California. Yeah, like, San Diego, north, right? Uh, Sacramento. Sacramento. Well, so I have friends who live near San Francisco and San Ramon, and I got to stay with them. And uh, I hadn't gotten to visit them yet. Uh, they moved from here. And then I... Went down to L. A. for the second week of January for Anime Los Angeles and stayed with friends who live there.
0: That's always nice. When you piggyback on like you got your buddy who lives there. I'm like, dude, I'm gonna need to stay with you.
1: Free stays. <laughs> I are gotta, essential. I gotta save that,
0: uh, save that hotel money, bro.
1: Oh yes, L. <laughs> a. LA is like a second home now because I get to visit so many times for free.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. that's always, that's always how you uh, want to be set up for sure. Yeah. Um, so you just uh, was that just like a product of. You just were watching whatever was on, or did, did you have friends that were like super into anime? Like, how did that kind of happen?
1: Well, I didn't have friends that were super into anime quite in the beginning. I found them uh, through my through my uh, high school anime club, mostly. Oh, right on. Cool. Oh, yes, uh, which uh, got established my freshman year of high school by a junior and. The last two years of high school, I was totally anime club president. That works. Yes. Yes. We were all Inuyasha fans and Cowboy Bebop and Yu Yu Hakusho Trigun. Oh, all the greats. Man, that's like, for sure.
0: That's like, those are all like God tier level shows for sure. I
1: know. Someone's like, what's your favorite anime? And I'm like, well, Cowboy Bebop, of course. I mean, (laughs) there's, I just don't understand some shows these days, you know, they're kind of without plot. And you're like, right. Yeah.
0: I love bebop too, especially if it's funny. Cause like just how impactful that show is and how accessible and like everybody likes it. I mean, of course it comes up almost every episode, but okay. it's just cool to hear about like, you know, that we are all so different, but we all really love this thing. Yeah. And a lot of it's, you know, people are like it for different reasons. Maybe people are drawn in by like the, the music, maybe mm-hmm. people are, uh, drawn in by like, the combat the martial arts in it yeah um there's so many different touch points and then you know there's just it's just so accessible for everyone so it's just kind of funny to hear i mean it's probably one that does come up almost every episode but it's just you know it's one of those ones that cuts through like you know there's kids now they're like super into it mm. that you know i watched that when it first came out like Man, was that 17 years ago? It was like 01 whenever it first aired in America 99. in English.
1: Oh, in English. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: So, yeah, it came out in 99, yeah, I think, originally. it came originally, out in 99. 01. 20 on years this year. Toonami, yeah.
1: Hence why Netflix is like, I got to pick this up. Because oh, no. they got to oh, pick man. up everything.
0: That, uh, I mean, the live action thing? Yeah. What are your feelings on that? Are you someone that is, like, staunchly against, like, live action adaptations of stuff like that I'm or not. what's like your take
1: Japan does them very well um i don't know about some of the american ones though uh i mean dragon ball that was dragon ball Z was
0: i mean that's just like i mean <laughs> we're talking about those uh, the trigun and all those shows being like god tier of like yes the good shows and then dragon ball evolution's probably like in the pantheon of hell <laughs> <laughs> for being like on the throat. other side, yeah, like the other side of that, oh, yeah, of being just like infamous for sure.
1: And I mean, I know Netflix did an adoption of Net, of uh, Death Note, yeah, but I know that it there was, was pretty some polarizing, yeah, that. yeah,
0: so it was pretty polarizing, but I don't know, some of the people that they cast for the Cowboy Bebop thing low-key kind of had me excited i was like yeah
1: no for sure they okay, have an man. interesting array of cast like it it looks like that. it could be really good yeah. so i was just reading up on it uh the other day Wait,
0: yeah i was just when it, uh, someone shared an article yeah, about it i didn't I was know like, oh, it was shit.
1: happening until like a few days ago and i was like oh right what?
0: and so it's interesting the thing that caught me about it though was like you know it was good castings i thought across the board mm-hmm. the one that the jet one kind of threw people off but i thought it was all right mm-hmm. but um Thing, the comment is like no head i was like oh i know i was like that, i don't know about mm, that
1: And i was like and where's i i'm sorry there must be a picture where's of the a genius dog That's uh, why i love corgis i want to see
0: Ein. you know it'd be funny to see if they did like a casting call
1: oh and you just God. like see
0: a sea of <laughs> welsh corgis <laughs> yes.
1: that'd be amazing that's my dream
0: i would want to be the person that cast like the casting director for iron that'd be amazing yes yeah, I need to pet all these pups individually. Yes. Thank you.
1: I don't care that I'm allergic. <laughs> I'll just, you know, take a lot of Zyrtec and just go cuddle <laughs> a bunch of dogs, Rip and then regret my decisions later. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, for sure, I I don't know, and I'm like, I don't know. I try not to be like a, a gloom and doom. So many people are like fans of anime, and then you just talk about like a live action anything, and they like lose their shit.
1: Well, I mean, it's kind of like. <sighs> You have live action, you have sub, and you have dub people. Right. And that's true. Sometimes they do not cross borders. I was very very much a sub person and right. I still am, but there are some really good dubs out there now. Oh yeah. But Cowboy Bebop, I is an exception. That's an older dub that I still really like. Oh, that
0: shit's on point for sure. Yeah. Um great cast on that. Um no, definitely. I think it is like like you, I think, you know, that like the three, it's like, Categories. The, like the three political parties. <laughs> we did a sub versus dub episode. I don't know oh, if you really? saw that. No, I mean, haven't I seen like, that yet. It, be, it was one that I've been wanting to do for a little bit just because it's such a polarizing thing. Uh We used a few different ones. Uh The one that we did, the ones that we did were pretty like, I don't know if they're like necessarily like the best. I just did air quotes examples, but it was all mm-hmm. ones that the group of us that were talking about it that we all had like a personal connection to. Mm -hmm. So when we talked about was your name.
1: Mm -hmm. um, Oh yeah. I haven't seen that yet. It's pretty good. I want to,
0: but it was, uh, we talked about that one. We talked about, Ooh, I feel like we talked about the sub of man. What was it? I know we talked a little bit about Steins Gate,
1: Oh, Steins Gate.
0: Uh, just because we thought that that dub is like hilarious and awesome, uh,
1: uh, i have to remember.
0: I can't. I can't even think of what it was. But yeah. but I remember one of them was your name for sure because that was mm-hmm. one that we're all pretty much pretty big fans of, and mm-hmm. it was it was pretty polarizing for the reasons why people would like it or not like it. And
1: yeah.
0: it wasn't more of like a you're stupid for liking that. No, no, no. It was more of a getting down to why do we like what we like type of thing?
1: Yeah.
0: And especially with specific examples like that, Mm -hmm. I think it's really helpful to talk through it because like that's the kind of the consensus we came to was like, it just comes down to personal preference. There's really nothing super sexy about it. It's just like, (laughs) and some of the stuff is really like valid points. Like we talked about, um, like cultural references, not translating well True. in dubs. Like,
1: Excel Saga is an oldie, but a goodie that yeah. did such a great job with translating um, American pop culture. Same with Shin Chan. Amazing. The dub. Like
0: They do, yeah, they do a good, like, I guess localization is what they yeah. call it. Yeah, yeah. And so they do a good job of like, you know, it may not be on the nose, like this is exactly what we're trying to convey, mm-hmm. but they do a cool job of being like, "Well, you know, this is kind of the closest American equivalent to what yeah. we're trying to convey here."
1: We're definitely catered to in that respect. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so that was kind of an interesting thing. I didn't really see the com- conversation going like that, but was, you know, kind of glad that it did. Honestly, I I cast the people in that cuz I thought it would cause some dissent. <laughs> So I was a little bit of a I don't fire know, starter. Like, yeah, I was trying <laughs> to be a little bit, but then
1: little Cooler theory. heads
0: uh, prevailed. Unfortunately, oh no. <laughs> I thought it was going to be turned into a you didn't screaming get your match. Jerry
1: Sc- your Jerry Springer moment. <laughs> yeah,
0: and so it ended up being a little bit more civil than I thought it would, which was surprising, but then also cool because, yeah. like, at the end of the day, it's like, dude, we all like the same shit. Like,
1: yeah, we're
0: not fighting each other. No. Why, do we ha- why does it matter? Like what way we watch it. And a lot of
1: the times it's just, which one did you see first? You know, like Hayao Miyazaki movies. Some of them are excellently dubbed. Some of the older ones are not. Yeah. But I mean, personally, I saw Howl's Moving Castle first in English and I just love that one. Yeah. I I think the Japanese is awesome too, but I'm going to default to, the English on that one, but Kiki's Delivery Service, I saw it first in Japanese and then I tried listening to it in the English and I was like, oh no, you're, I can't handle this.
0: Yeah, I think that's very valid. Like, it's just that thing of, you know, it takes you back to when you first saw it and of course that's going to be your personal preference because, you know, it's tied to that emotion of seeing it for the first time yeah. and I don't know, there's just a lot of factors so I think I think there's definitely a lot of truth to that. Mm-hmm. Was that kind of the reason that you you said you kind of error more towards the side of like sub was that were you watching everything subbed whenever you first were out or were you just not like the dubs
1: well I had a hard time with the dubs like once I saw some subs uh, like uh, Inuyasha for example one of my favorites uh, in high school and stuff uh, when I listened to the English for the first time in Adult Swim and I didn't grow up with cable so it was when I was spending the night at a friend's house right and I was just like, Kagome. I was like, why is she screeching? And (laughs) she's like, Inuyasha. And I'm like, oh God. Kagome. Oh my God. Yes. (laughs) Um, But then in the Japanese, in the dub, she's like, Inuyasha. And it's like, all of the female voices are like, three octaves or four octaves lower than what all of the American dubs are. And I'm like, okay, well, I prefer the (laughs) Japanese to this. Well, women
0: have high-pitched voices, Alexandra. (laughs) We have to know it's a woman.
1: Yes, yes, exactly, exactly.
0: (laughs) Well, we have to have the dainty voice, you know. we got to know she's the damsel in distress. Kagome
1: did not have a dainty voice? Are (laughs) you kidding me? She was screechy.
0: Dude, she did, like, low-key, you're right. Yeah. I digress. I mean, I would
1: do it now, but she I don't want to blow anyone's ear yeah, from
0: it. She did, just blown the hell out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh.
0: um, well, yeah, Inuyasha is an interesting one because it's, I don't know what it is about the show,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but I feel like a lot of people watched it, but then a lot of people are, like, pretty quick to kind of shit on it.
1: Well, I mean, it's a historical, like, fiction romance well, you know it's it's not it's interesting fiction, as but though. it's yeah i always thought it was oh it's fun yeah for sure it's fucking
0: she con jewels man i'm trying to find them uh-huh. shits too
1: oh my gosh yes. <laughs> <laughs> trying to
0: find them jewel shards just like everybody
1: else that's right that's right i mean <laughs> and encounter all of those enemies and-
0: what was uh i mean you said you kind of watched it going to friends houses and stuff but was there something i, I it's kind of hard to pinpoint sometimes but was there something that made that show kind of stick out to you? Like, what was it that made you enjoy that show so much?
1: I think that that was the first time that I saw an anime that, uh, involved like historical Japan. So like right. the feudal era, like feudals, you know, yeah. where it's, uh, done. And also another one is for Kenshin. Yeah. Oh, the oh my gosh. Rurouni it's in Kenshin. the same universe. Saito Hajime no, <laughs> is my absolute favorite. Right. Um, yeah, and like the whole Meiji era and all of that crazy political shogunate stuff. Yeah,
0: it is. It's historical, yeah. and it's, I don't know. I could see kind of that being like where it lost people, I guess. But it's interesting. I think.
1: Yeah, but definitely. I mean, Inuyasha was just a romance anime. I mean, it, it had fighting, it had action, but you know, people don't always enjoy the romance, right? You know.
0: I think it had an interesting cast of characters too. I mean,
1: it did. And I definitely loved side characters more, like Sanguru, Muroku and (laughs) Kuga. Muroku! Muroku! I did a Muroku commission uh, last year at New World Comic Con. That's awesome. Yeah, no, it was amazing. That shit's,
0: that has to be one of the cooler things about what you get to do, like, you know, with your talent and everything. Mm -hmm. You're like, Dude, I already—I would have fucking drawn this, drawn this for free. <laughs> like, I'm getting paid for this.
1: Like, this is badass. Yes. <laughs> uh, five years ago, I would have said, "Yeah, I'll draw this for free." No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but now no, it's more, full pro time. Work, no more pro bono work. No more pro bono. Hey, y'all heard it
0: here first. Hey, no no free meal tickets anymore. Oh man, it's painful. Y'all better come with your your checkbooks.
1: Yeah, that's right. Credit cards. <laughs> I got the swipe. Oh man. No, it's painful to look at commissions that I did like eight, nine years ago, the first commissions. I'm just like, I should have done that for free. I mean, there was a reason that was a full color commission for $20 back then. (laughs) (laughs) It's gotten better now.
0: (laughs) But it's cool, too, because like you can either say, yeah, man, I'm open for commissions or I'm not. Yeah, I think you do. You do that on your page. Uh, I know I've seen artists that are like open for commissions, yes, and then close close for commissions. Currently, and that's
1: when things pile up, Dude. and we have to be like, oh no, this is why I try to only do commissions at <laughs> conventions. Because if I take it home, it's harder to get it done. All right. yeah, because yeah, you got I other freelance that. stuff going and stuff, and um, I don't know, but I need to get a little backlog of some outside freelance design and illustration work done and then I'll be open for commissions again. Right on. Yeah.
0: I've uh, <laughs> speaking of I uh I asked Mike a long time ago about doing a, a Gundam for me and it's just Ooh, so intricate. Complicated. He's just like, "Dude, I'm not going to do that." <laughs>
1: like yeah, I was like, know. "Okay, <laughs> let me draw a cat for you." I think he's I like yeah, I think he's
0: like uh he has like a mas- masterful way of kind of like well, I, like, talk to him about it. He's like, hey, do you want to get lunch? And then, like, we go to lunch and I, like, forget all about it. <laughs> like, damn it, Mikey. Like,
1: <laughs> oh, no.
0: Jedi mind tricked me with oh, Chick-fil-A. No.
1: Yes. The fuck, oh, I had bro? that this evening. That's what I had before it came Hey, here we go. Yeah. That's
0: what I'm talking about.
1: Delicious chicken sandwich.
0: I knew we were <laughs> That Jesus
1: chicken. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but they said the boycott was over. <laughs> oh, no.
0: Y'all still hate the gays, damn
1: it. I don't want to be in trouble. I, I
0: Listen, know. I boycott Chick-fil-A on Sunday every week, so... <laughs>
1: I boycotted um, it for years. <laughs> they said uh, it was okay.
0: That's funny. So, yeah, it was just funny to talk about. I don't know. I, I like seeing shit like Yasha that people mention that they like. And I'm like, dude, that's awesome that you're not like that you like what you like. Because people are like so, I don't know what it is about that one specifically, but people are always so ready to do shit on it. I'm like, dude, give you the know, guy a break.
1: You're either all in He's a demon. or you're out. That's okay. Don't be lukewarm. I'll spoo you
0: from my mouth.
1: I guess you could either be an Inuyasha about it or a Sashomaru about it. Oh, there you go. There you go. (laughs) Um,
0: So you did mention, I mean, it kind of makes sense just from where you mentioned, like the feudalism and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. that of course, Rurouni Kenshin would be one that you enjoyed too. Yeah,
1: I love, love historical animes. And there's another Shinsengumi era one, uh, Peacemaker Kuragane.
0: Okay. Did you mention that one earlier by chance?
1: I don't think I did. Oh,
0: okay, so I thought you maybe said I mentioned
1: it when we talked before. Yeah, maybe. Yes, that in Samurai Champloo. I saw that you did do an episode about that.
0: Yeah. Um, well, we, yeah, we've kind of talked about it
1: a little bit. Something I love about all of those animes, though, are the soundtracks. I don't I know. care how so good. 80s Rurouni Kenshin is. I do have all of the soundtrack. <laughs> I do. (laughs) I found it through VCDs on eBay. That is how I first owned that series.
0: Very nice. That's a labor of love.
1: For those of you who do not know what a VCD is, it is a video compact disc, (laughs) a.k.a. really, really shitty quality videos burned onto a CD. This is before DVRs, (laughs) guys, or DVD-Rs. Yeah. DVD writables. Dude, yeah. struggle. These That's kids I owned don't Inyasha fucking too. know about the it was damn a struggle. a roll of CDs this tall. Shit. This is like seven inches tall is what I have here. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, was just, I do that shit all the time where I'm like, I was like this far away and then like no one can fucking <laughs> see what I'm talking about.
1: Nope. But, Visuals do not apply here.
0: Uh, <laughs> you were like
1: air quotes earlier. I
0: know, yeah. yeah. The labor of love though, man. Like freaking... Having just like a sleeve of CDs like these kids don't know what the fuck's going on. They don't know how good they have it.
1: They don't even fucking know what Suncoast was. Okay. And guess what? Rest in peace. Suncoast. Yeah. Rest in peace. Your $400 seasons of one anime. That's like 20 episodes. For real. Fuck you. It's the first
0: place I saw hentai too. (laughs) On the shelf. I didn't watch it there. Oh, man. Uh, Sir, we're going to need you to put your pants back on.
1: I remember my parents were always super supportive, supportive of like how anime let me like find a creative side and draw on everything. And then someone must have told my mother like at a garage sale about hentai, and my mom was like, "Do you, do you watch hentai?" And I was like, <laughs> "No, mom, <laughs> that is not what I'm into." Shit! <laughs> they they definitely got uh, a little more worried and checked out what anime I was watching. Shh, after
0: pop that. my head in here real quick,
1: and I was watching Full Metal Alchemist, and she's like, "I don't know about this."
0: It's like the opposite of hentai. And I'm like,
1: "Well, it's kind of dark. <laughs> uh, admittedly, there's alchemy and amputation and all that, but it's, it's not sex. My baby's the devil, <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> dude. In Oklahoma, hentai, that's yeah,
0: shit. Oh, man. No Full Metal shit. Alchemist.
1: Yeah, that was a borderline. That there. went over
0: well. Yeah, yeah. Freaking hand I'm gonna poke my head in, and if I see tentacles, Alexandra, so
1: help me. <laughs> oh man, that's my oh, impression. God. My Berserk. <laughs> I will never, I can never again watch Berserk. I don't care if it's probably one of the best animes. And my boyfriend and I, he was watching it, and then he was like on the last few episodes, and I decided to just finish it with him. Have you seen Berserk?
0: And you're like, I haven't finished it.
1: Oh, okay. I'll just leave that for you, <laughs> and then when you do finish it, you'll know why I was traumatized.
0: My uh, my friend was telling me about it. his wife doesn't watch anime or uh-huh. anything.
1: That's and not a good one to start her out on. That's
0: what he did. No, just as like just for the lulls. No, and she was like, yeah, we because we got <laughs> lunch or we got dinner at Tamashi not that long ago. Oh, I love Tamashi, and she was like. Uh, I think she was maybe asked my wife cause my wife <laughs> could give a fuck about anime. Like she does not give a shit about it oh, at no.
1: all. Oh <laughs> no. You have a whole podcast about yeah. it.
0: Well, I mean, she supports me. She's like, Oh, do your thing. Have fun. I'm that's like, your, that's your thing. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: but she doesn't give a shit about anime. And so I think she was asking my friend's wife or yeah, my friend's wife was asking my wife about, Oh, do you like, have you watched anything with him or anything like that? And she was like, no, like, I got I don't really get into that. And so I was like, oh, have you watched anything with Pat? And she was like, well, like we got, he got me watching the show called Berserk. And I was like, oh my.
1: <laughs> just so you know, he has like the widest eyes when he said that. <laughs> yeah, like
0: my eyes got wide. Yeah. But yeah, I was just like, shit. Okay, well, did you like it? <laughs> she's like, some parts are okay. But she's yeah. pretty cool. She's like one of those things that, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. she's like super chill about everything.
1: Oh, some parts are okay. Some are they stay with you in a bad, bad way.
0: <laughs> one funny thing that's like one that I watched because it just got put on Netflix
1: mm-hmm.
0: was uh, I started watching Kill La Kill.
1: Oh, OK. So,
0: <laughs> it's like funny to watch that. And then I don't know, sometimes my wife's out and I'm like, listen, I didn't make this show. Like, I'm just watching what they did on the show. Uh-huh,
1: yeah. was like, little, uh huh. Yeah. Because it's a little scantily. A little
0: scantily clad. Scantily clad. But I didn't, it's just funny. Like, I went in blind because, yeah. like, I've heard of the show, but I've never, I we've never, never talked about it or it, anything.
1: But I've seen enough of the art go around Artist Alley to know. Yeah, I
0: know. Lots of Rule 34 with that. Mm-hmm. But um, man, it's funny. Like, <laughs> and she always, it's like that classic thing of her always walking in at the worst possible moment. Like, the whole episode's suspect, but she somehow is able to walk out in like the worst part.
1: Mm-hmm. And I'm like,
0: listen, that wasn't like that when I was here. That wasn't oh, like that earlier. Oh my gosh. It's so funny, it, man.
1: The borderline hentai.
0: <laughs> and then she's like, Harold, if I see any tentacles, so help me. <laughs> that's not how she sounds.
1: No. A lot like my mother, though.
0: <laughs> um, of course, I get, you know, I can't, I can't see you mention Trigon and not bring it up just because that's insane. Shout out to Johnny Young Bosch. I love the dub.
1: I love him and the dub and he's a super so cool good. guy it's so good cuz i get to go to conventions oh, right i've on. met yeah. him like 3 times right on <laughs> i did a little um I was at Arkansas Comic Con last fall and I got to meet him again and uh, I did a little Vash, uh, the Stampede Inc. with him like holding a donut and he signed it for me.
0: That is neat. But
1: we actually had a table right next to each other when his band, iShine was touring at IzumiCon like five years ago when IzumiCon Rest in peace, right? (sighs) They don't do it anymore, do they? No. mm -mm, Not Dumpster Fire. Rip in peace. um, Yep. But no. It was cool. It's a cool dude.
0: He sounds cool
1: yeah just from his
0: voice acting uh no and he was in he was in one of the Akira dubs, too I remember that oh, for real yeah uh, i think the I think they did a ninety eight one there's one in eighty nine and then one a little bit later he's in the one that's a little bit later, yeah, and so he was in that uh of Fashion stampede is iconic, oh yeah, but
1: the white very cool show. Wolfwood, Wolfwood oh, really? was my favorite.
0: The uh, priest.
1: Yes. Man, that
0: big ass cross. Totally spoiled the ending for my
1: boyfriend. Oh, fuck. Hadn't seen it or what? Yeah, he hadn't seen all of it. I had just finished it. And this was before we were even dating. This was like 11 years ago (laughs) when the series was out. And I was like, oh, yeah, I can't believe. And I'm not going to spoil it for people. But you know what happens. Right, right, right. And he's like, oh. He's like, the fuck?
0: (laughs) There's nothing worse than that.
1: What a gosh, I know
0: you're the salt of the earth. Yeah. <laughs> um. There is there. Ugh, I've done that before, and I don't think there's any worse feeling than like you realizing that you just ruined something for someone. You're like,
1: oh god, I am. We're not to take it back. Free. I'm sorry. Spoiler free since '93. No, I'm kidding. Since 2007. <laughs>
0: Dude, I avoided like the plague for sure. Oh, I avoid getting
1: spoiled and I am so upfront with people. I'm like, look, I've not seen this. And I'm like, no, no, no. I don't care how excited you are to tell me. I don't want to
0: know. I know, man.
1: And I will not ever let you know because I respect you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Because I care about you. Because I care about you. Alexandra cares, baby. I care. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, that one's one's super iconic too, man. And I just love the style on that show too. Oh, yeah. So good. Um, I remember we were talking about, I don't remember what it was like when it was online listicle things, but it's like a, uh, it was like an up to date live thing that you could go vote on. That was like a poll and it was like, oh. uh, the list was, uh, best anime. Oh. And for a long time, I think Trigun's probably still number one on
1: there, Nice,
0: but I would check back and Trigun would be there and like two, three and four would always like kind of flip flop.
1: I mean, was it just... Trigon versus Cowboy Bebop because I feel like that's I mean there was, was yeah
0: like the god are tiers the up other there two. But then it was funny because like ones that I thought were pretty badass would be like real low, and I'm like. Mm. So I was always a huge fan of Outlaw Star.
1: Yes, yes. And that was
0: like never in the top twenty, Aww. and I'm like, damn, it's such a good show. Like, are people watching this? Like.
1: Yeah. And then Big O, like the Batman of anime. I mean, Big come O, on.
0: activate. <laughs> And that's... What's that guy's name? Uh, Uh, The voice actor. He's the same guy that did Spike Spiegel, though. Oh. Yeah. We'll have to look that up later.
1: Yeah, we will. I mean, (laughs) Google solves everything. I'm saying. Technology.
0: But, yeah, I mean, there's just... uh, Man, the spoiler thing is just cringe, though. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, I didn't mean to ruin that. I am so sorry. Nope. Don't Mm -hmm. kill me. But, yeah, man. I, like, do my best to not... (laughs) Ruined shit for people like that. And then, uh, so you also mentioned that you're a fan of like Avatar, Last Airbender, and then oh, Legend yeah. of Korra, stuff like that. Definitely. Those are ones that come up all the time too. And that's just kind of interesting because those are American, right? Yep, Nickelodeon. So that's, it's just crazy. We've, we talk about like the, the programming block that that was on because it's just insane that it's like Bud Ugly Martians and then Jimmy Neutron and then... <laughs> avatar like this is so strange like yeah it was always kind of an outlier to me but that made it like really stick out it wasn't one that i ever really got into like at the time Mm -hmm. but have like grown to appreciate since
1: yeah well at the time you know it was on cable and i did not have cable i've never had cable it's i know well i've sling now so i suppose that's as close as i get but um but i think i was drawn to it because it definitely fit in the anime category visually for sure and then it just had such good storytelling it was very good i mean who's your favorite (laughs) character man oh i don't know come on of the last airbender series
0: Hmm, i'd have to think on it for a minute okay why don't you go first
1: okay well (laughs) it's it's right on the tip of my tongue it's zuko Oh, okay. Because I mean, he has so much development. I, man. I I know I stole your good answer, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, No, I mean,
0: there's just, yeah, such great characters, such great writing.
1: Yeah. Well, the story is amazing. Yes. Uh, I know that you did a Boku no Hero, uh, My Hero Academia episode. Yeah. And I always like to tell people, I was like, um, that um,
0: Deku? No,
1: not Deku. uh, The Fire and Ice. Oh, Todoroki. Todoroki. That's oh, my motherfucking oh guy. Dude, Todoroki is the fucking Zuko. He, he of is, yeah. Pokono hero. Because I mean it's like, oh, whereas like Zuko, it's like, it's his father, and his father like burnt his face, and it's like, oh, well, that's his yeah, mother. And she is, like yeah. burnt his face with water. And it's like, oh, you're the opposite, but you are huh, the same. I never thought of that, but you're yeah, right. it's it's my favorite line at conventions.
0: Dude, fucking Todoroki's my guy. Todoroki. I didn't know. I I wasn't sure if you if you're into my hero. or I
1: not. am. I'm just not caught up, so oh, okay. I did not listen to your episode because it was the movie and I haven't watched it yet. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I for haven't sure. even finished season two, dude. And I, I I know.
0: I tr- No, it's okay. I try to like blast that shit with like if there's spoilers in it too. I think I put that I put it in the notes for the episode and then uh-huh. on the actual social post. I was like, do not listen to this shit if you haven't I mean, seen it.
1: <laughs> I think I'm just going to stay off social media for like the month or two that Game of Thrones is on because I haven't caught up and I'm like terrified. Please don't send me spoilers.
0: (laughs) See, that's why I'm like, fuck, dude. Like, we don't have... So we don't have HBO. We have, Uh like, our friend's login or whatever. Nice. And, uh... But we're trying to figure out when we can watch it because I think on, like, the app it comes out after it actually airs. Probably. It's like fucking two hours, dude. And so I'm like... Dude, I'm not trying to, like, I'm gonna watch it that day because the next day at work, I'm gonna wanna talk about it. Yeah. So I'm like, shit.
1: Two in the morning. That's
0: some first world ass problems for sure, but.
1: A little bit. A little bit. I can't
0: talk about my show at work. (laughs) And other people and other person were like, man, I sure hope I get some water today.
1: Right. Water, food, housing, shoes.
0: I'm a piece of shit. God damn.
1: How fucking dare you?
0: Well, at least you know, you know. Yeah. Knowing's half the battle. um no shout out to Miyazaki movies too earlier you were talking about how you know you're super into those growing up too Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and you'd mentioned that you were a fan of like Disney stuff too and I really it's like you know it's like the Disney of Japan almost it
1: is it is yes Hayao Miyazaki is totally the Disney of Japan and it's just magical And, you know, like Disney, you know, a parent is normally dead or dying. So, you know, (laughs) like... To start off that plot, that's it's totally a plot device. That is true. I mean, my neighbor Totoro, the mother—you still never know what she has. I swear it's probably tuberculosis because that Probable. is an overarching like the, theme. Yeah. Um, but the mother's like in the hospital, and the kids go and you know visit her, and you're just like, why?
0: This is a fucking bummer
1: off the bat. Yeah, and well, yeah, I guess you never know what happened to Sophie's parents in House Moving Castle. She's an adult; it doesn't matter. She's close enough,
0: but. <laughs> We're all dealing with shit. When it's an adult, you're
1: I guess like, fucking okay. it up. Yeah. I guess, I guess Kiki's like, here, you're like 12. Get the fuck out. and Make your own way and you in the world. Here's the talking cat. All right. Yeah, that's all right. the go. You got a broom. You got a cat. Hey, that's all I need in life.
0: That's funny. That's all I need in life. <laughs> took me a second. I was like, what? No, that's funny. man. we, and you know, I love, it's kind of hard to like, program those too because i'm like man what should we show so like we showed i think the first one we showed was princess mononoke
1: oh so because it's just i love that
0: i don't know it's like that through line of you know you're saying the plot device mm-hmm. and there's that always kind of rings true uh, one interesting the thing that always rings true is kind of that uh the uh the strong female characters too. Strong
1: female characters and like the relationship with nature. Yeah, you know, and I how mean, especially in Princess Mononoke. Okay. Princess Mononoke, Nausicaä, Valley of the Wind, which I think is like not as popular with some people. You know, they it's just don't know. It's kind of more of a low Nausicaa, key one, yeah. but it is so good. It you should show that good. one for sure.
0: We should. You should. I want to.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <Yes. laughs> I. uh, I mean, yeah. Not to go back to the. uh, The Princess Mononoke, but it's just whenever you said the relationship with nature. The interesting thing about that movie too is like, I don't know, like you kind of, it's kind of like this line in the sand is drawn that this is supposed to be the bad person and this is supposed to be the good person, Mm -hmm. but the quote unquote bad guy or bad girl is really like trying to do right by her people. So yep. it's like, oh man, She's this is advocate. so conflicting because I know through all conventions and the way that this is written, this is supposed to be the bad person. Yeah, But really like they have like this line of altruism of like mm-hmm. they're really trying to better the people and better like their situation.
1: Yep.
0: Uh, Lady Eboshi. Oh, yeah. That's her name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sitting here struggling the whole time trying to remember what her name was. And so you're like, oh, man, like, uh, but if, to me, that's like a sign of great writing and a great mm-hmm. story. It introduces a new perspective. Because you're like, oh, shit, what do I think? Yeah, yeah. You're like, I I can't decide. Like, You I don't- have
1: to think. Yeah. And that is what great movies do.
0: And so that one, I think that's why that one always really stuck out to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we showed it in April, too. So it's uh, yes. Earth Earth Day is in April. So it's like, uh, this is a little on the nose, but it makes sense. Hey. But, man, I would love to program some more Miyazaki stuff for sure.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I have a big a big, uh, wish list of stuff I want to show. So we'll see if we can show some more of that stuff maybe later this year or something. Yeah. Um, so kind of the through line of the show is the idea of how these two things impact us. And, uh, you know, that's animation, anime, and music. Mm-hmm. The music we listen to. And for me specifically, it's like one of those things that I've noticed that happened when I was in high school that, you know, you're not necessarily the cool person if you're into anime. And then if you're listening to music, that's kind of a little bit different or Mm -hmm. not of the status quo. You're not, it's kind of the same thing. You're kind of treated the same way, like that weird, like, why are you doing something different type of thing? So that's always kind of been the through line of the show for me that Mm -hmm. I noticed those two parallels like, oh, wow, this is interesting. These are two different types of media, but kind of have the same reaction. Mm -hmm. And we have the kind of the same stigmas around those two, the two things for whatever reason. But then, you know, to see where we are now, it's like, we're all in like all these different walks of life, but we're noticing we like all kind of the same stuff. And it's interesting to see like our relationship with those things, kind of where it's brought brought us to now. And so, you know, You'd mentioned, of course, like growing up in the 2000s. Of course, you've got like the tropes.
1: Oh, yeah. Got
0: Linkin Park.
1: Oh, middle school.
0: No doubt. Oh, yeah. Do people shit on Linkin Park too? And I'm like, dude, Loki, Lincoln Linkin Park slaps though. Yeah. And then there's like uh, Breaking the Habit, that music video. Oh, yeah. Is there shit? Awesome. I think I shared it the other day on on our Facebook. It was like, when someone asked me what my favorite anime is, I'm like, it's (laughs) just that music video.
1: (laughs) Yes.
0: Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's just like a big bag of like random 2000s music, it sounds like. Is mm-hmm. that just kind of like, was that kind of your vibe? Just like whatever was kind of popping or? Oh,
1: man. Yeah, I mean, I definitely did like the quintessential 2000s things, uh, popular stuff. You know, no doubt, Lincoln Park, yeah. Some train, you know. Um, but I also was a weird kid downloading Celtic music on Kazaa. I was going
0: to say, man, uh, this, is, this is where it gets to where it's like yeah, that parallel. Because right. for whatever reason, this is like an entire culture's music. But mm-hmm. like, why am I weird? Because I'm like embracing this culture.
1: Right. I mean, it's just different than any other 12-year-old. Because year old it's was listening not to. the same
0: as what everybody else is doing. That's
1: right. But that's what.
0: But shout out to Kazaa too, though. Oh,
1: Kazaa. Uh, I had that you. shit. Limewire. Uh, Shereza.
0: I had Limewire. Yeah. God damn. We fucking ruined our family computers growing yes, up.
1: Yes. So many viruses. <laughs> that computer would just, we we kind of like called it the devil computer because it would just turn off and on <laughs> randomly. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Like everybody I asked it one, it one that. of those, dude. But seriously, it had like Windows Millennium on it and. <laughs> And it would just turn on at, like, 3 in the morning. Jesus I was like, what the Christ. fuck are you doing? Here. Yeah, pretty much. I was like, what is this? Like, all the fans, like, turbo on. And it's like. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like, is that it going to explode? Dude, is I
0: it... know that feel.
1: Yeah, it's a transformer. Tur- it's going to kill me.
0: I know that feel in my core, for sure.
1: <laughs> um, Man, that's
0: so funny. And then, like. Dial-up internet. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Dude, thankfully, like, the first time I did, like, experience dial-up. But by the time I was like in high school and we had internet, it was like it's shitty, but it was not dial up. Mm-hmm. People talk about bad internet, dude.
1: Mm-hmm. I would take bad
0: internet over a dial up any day.
1: Well, I mean, do even people do people even know what DSL is anymore? But um Do
0: they have they still people still have that in some areas. Too. Oh,
1: that's true, remote areas. Yeah. yeah. Well But
0: that's better than having nothing.
1: In so. middle <laughs> school, when we first got internet, we had Kmart, blue light. Service Entertainment Kmart Kmart when that still existed oh in Edmond, uh, it was on a CD. There was, was, a was like Kmart. $10 yes, and before <laughs> it was Kmart, it was Venture, and now it's the Academy on Thirty Third oh, Street. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, I know. Or not Thirty Third. It's in between. 33rd it's on 33rd and Broadway.
0: Or, it's on Broadway. Yep. Yeah, it's on Broadway. Um, yep. Between Thirty Third and Fifteen.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. That's hilarious. I didn't know that was a.
1: It was a Kmart and before that I venture if you even know what those are. I've never heard of I that. I barely remember it as a child. I'll look it up. Yeah. I have to Google it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It was cheap, cheap ass. That's insane. I did internet. not know
0: that they had internet. That's so funny. Yes. I, uh, I, I had a guy that I knew in high school that it was like every torrenter or illegal downloader's worst nightmare that he, uh, Cox like shut down his internet.
1: Yeah, that didn't happen to us, luckily. We were small potatoes, I guess. They,
0: uh, well, yeah, he started, he was getting to where he was downloading like discographies and stuff. Oh, no. <laughs> and then like entire seasons of shows and shit. Yeah. But they like called and he was d- downloading some shit. Mm-hmm. They're like, call his dad. You know, they don't call ah. you. So they called like the, the person on the bill. Yeah. Like, sir, we see you're downloading like Asian ass porn. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> would you not just die yes i'd be like oh Oh, god cringe into yourself and disappear
1: that would be like if i actually were watching hentai and my parents found out
0: (laughs) god damn it alexandra i told you if i saw these tentacles you were done that is so funny well what was like the uh i mean the celtic stuff um that kind of stuff. Like, where, where, where does that come in, or was that like your heritage or what?
1: Nope. You're just like into that shit. I'm totally German and Native American, and uh, born here in Oklahoma. And nope don't don't have any any of well, I that. I tried to give you an out. For I it. just <laughs> loved it. I just love it. I don't know why. Um, I
0: just fucked with it. Okay,
1: it's fine. Um, but no, I just love it, and uh, it's. It's just such variety because you can kind of go anywhere with it. It can be slow. It can be fast. It can be, it's it's kind of like my, uh, break into like folksy music, you know, um, folking around. Yeah. Yeah. I have, I I do tend to lean toward folk uh, a lot these days. Um, but I pretty much, I, I like so much stuff. I'm very diverse in in my musical taste. Cause I mean, I can go anywhere from like Japanese, pop uh to celtic to uh 60s and 50s and 70s music and um what's popular today and just
0: all over jazz the place yeah. And
1: yeah all that
0: well that's the cool thing about and that's another parallel that i've always noticed um especially doing the show now
1: mm-hmm.
0: is that as much as music there is for everyone there's anime for everyone too, because there's yeah. no matter what you're into, like there you like to cook. There's cooking shows.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, one of my friends got into cycling, but off of a cycling anime.
1: Yeah. And I'm
0: like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. there's an anime about riding bikes. Like, that's insane.
1: I've but met it's people- like,
0: yeah. It's super interesting.
1: Yeah. I've met people who took up figure skating because yeah. of Yuri on ice. Yuri on ice. And dude, like figure skaters who are legit validated. They're like, yeah, we are a sport. Thank <laughs> you. I mean, there was, uh, you know, one of the um, figure skaters at the Olympics was like tweeting about the uh, Yuri on ice like finale episode after her I never skate. That. Oh, yeah. It's a I never up. heard about that. Yeah. That's she cool. was like, oh, my God. And we're all like, huh. yes. Yeah. Like when they exchange the rings, right. them, it's like, that's oh, legit. So cute.
0: Um, yeah, man, I've been, man, we got to do an episode on Yuri on. Ice. That'd I said, I cool.
1: legit volunteer myself. I
0: don't know. Yeah. You have to have you come through. for So that, much for sure. artwork has been done. <laughs> There's a lot of rule 34 for that too. So much fan
1: fiction. Right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> written by you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, those days are behind <laughs> me. That was eighth grade.
0: Um, in high school. Goddamn. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I do have to, I mean, I'd be remiss to not ask you about your fascination with counting crows, of course.
1: Okay, I don't know why. but Speak I, to it. I, I first, <laughs> okay, so I got a CD player for Christmas and we went to Randy's M&M's, which oh was shit. a music store.
0: I used to go there in high school oh and God. then I worked at the liquor store that's there now too.
1: That's hilarious. But anyway, sorry. No, no, no. You're fine. And uh, I was given a budget to pick out a few CDs, and I totally tried to pick out a Blink One Eighty Two CD, but um, <laughs> it had an explicit sign on it. My oh, parents said no. shit! So I got Accounting Crows, August, and everything after CD, and
0: just on a whim, I just or on what? a
1: whim, man. Huh. Yeah, on a whim. This one's cool. And I just I and the shit slaps, Got sucks, into huh? it. it. It vibed, you know. Fucking with it. And then I have since, uh, I still love them. I don't listen to them every day. Like I probably did. It's uh, it's like if it's on or if it's like pops up on my playlist, I'm I'm like, I'm not going to change it. Yeah, no, I'm not going to change it. Um, whenever I was a kid, I totally had this weird habit of listening to like the same song on repeat for, I mean, like days. It was weird on anything, anything that just like struck me. Like I super clicked with it. This is my shit right now. Yeah. I can't do that anymore. Don't know why. Um, uh, but I've won tickets to see them on the radio twice. <laughs> I, I don't know. I never thought I could be that person that wins shit off the radio, but apparently. Here
0: you are winning back to back shit.
1: Yeah. And, uh, this time it was when Max box, Max oh, yeah. 20 was also with them at the, the zoo. Amp. Right. Yeah. The other one was the too. And it was, um, Oh, who is it? Um, um, Citizen Co. Oh, yeah. Is Citizen Co. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They played the huh. first. They were the Citizen opener Copen, for the first one. Oh. Huh. Yeah.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Shout out to Matchbox, too. I mean, that's. Yeah. That some also late was 90s, my early 2000s vibe. I listened to
1: that. That's yep. like your
0: mom's favorite band or something. Yep.
1: <laughs> like that and Train. Oh, Drops of Jupiter.
0: You know what's funny about Train? My, um, I have a buddy uh, that I think he, I don't know if he lives in Oklahoma anymore, but he, did, he recently got married. And him and his wife, they went on a, their honeymoon to Maui. Yeah, and where they happened to be staying in Maui is where Pat Monahan's staying, and that's the lead singer of Train.
1: Oh, okay. So where Train lives, that's nice. Or I think he was on. Like, I think he's
0: on vacation. Or something. oh, oh, okay. So they just hope both happen to be at the same place oh, in Maui, dude. And my buddy was like, dude, that's the Lee Singer train. Let's go get a picture You're like, of him. I just
1: somehow remember him visually. I loved him so much that it's like, oh, here he is.
0: Yeah, like that's crazy. I was just like, that is so funny that you'd be in this completely not your home in this random place in Maui, and this guy happens to be there too. And I'm like, that's insane.
1: It's not even like, oh, I'm in Hollywood and here I see this actor, you know, you're just like, oh, just Maui or at the Kmart, you know, that it still exists. The Kmart. The Kmart.
0: (laughs) I, uh, I thought that when I was at, so when we came back from our honeymoon, we were at, uh, we flew through LAX on the way back.
1: Ah, that beautiful place.
0: And we had like two hour layover. I've never been to LAX. Ah, It was like two or or three hour layover. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I was, I was like, oh, we got forever for our damn layover bro, that's barely enough time to Uh, get to your next shit.
1: Yeah.
0: Especially if you don't know where the fuck you're going like me. I was like, yeah, take a goddamn bus to another part of the airport. Yes, you
1: do. I was
0: like, shit. So we barely got where we were going, but I was like dead set whenever we were like about to land. I was like, Look for famous people Were here. Oh, my God. But I was like, dude, we were like, our asses were puckered the entire time. To make sure <laughs> we didn't miss our goddamn blame. Like, uh, I was not looking for famous people.
1: Yeah, no. If you if you have a chance, if you get to visit L.A., um, just just fly into the Burbank Airport. It's so... Is that the so move? So chill. I
0: didn't know they had one there.
1: Yes. It's tiny. And it's great because, like, you can... Uh, unload from like both sides of the plane, like the back and the front. Oh, like, fuck. No. Shit, you're on the tarmac and they bring up the stairs, and oh, that's how you do this that shit. That's kind of baller. Amber Bank. It's great. I,
0: I want to do the little slide. Yes. As if your plane crashes or something. Yeah,
1: I don't necessarily <laughs> want to have the lead up to that, but the slide would be fun. Yeah.
0: I know. I was just talking to, I love flying. So, like, I like. Me too. I love when you take off and then when you yeah. land, it's like.
1: Sh- like the stomach drop, like on a roller coaster. Exactly. And but, I used to hate roller coasters till I actually went on one, you know. The perception you that whole of roller coaster. thing. Yeah.
0: But yeah, I had a friend that was just telling me about the last time he flew, and it was like, for some reason, like all the lights turned off for a oh minute God. as they're flying. Mm. And they're just for just long enough for everybody to be like, what the fuck? Mm. And then the shit all turned back on. Okay. But as like everybody started clapping. I was like, that's such a white people thing. Like, <laughs>
1: It's like you the fall end of a down movie. and you clap or something goes right after something and you clap. It doesn't people matter. People drop a bunch
0: of plates at a restaurant.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Hashtag shit God, white people do. that is do. the douchiest thing to do. Like, you fuckers, that poor 16-year-old <laughs> that's trying to carry this heavy-ass tray. Have you ever tried to do that in your life? And you're like... Good job.
0: Asshole. You fucker. Asshole. <laughs> I have to admit, my ass would definitely be puckered if I was in a plane and the light, all, lights all turned off. Oh, both. man. I'd be like, mm, I'm not really fucking with this. I have to admit.
1: When I was headed to California in January, you know, it's cold as fuck in Denver at that point. Oh, and man. And I, I had a layover in Denver, connecting flight, and they were like... Oh, our flight's delayed because uh, the part that de ices the plane is broken. So we need to get that replaced. And I'm like, oh, man. Like, they're like, yeah, no, we do not want this part to be broken. Like, oh, shit. Th- we, like, it's negative something up there. So, like, we need that de icer. So, like, sit your ass down. <laughs> so like, hey, okay, man, well, fix fine. that
0: shit, my guy. I'm not trying to follow the damn sky. No, no, no.
1: There was like a line of people who were like, ah, complaining. And I'm just like, <laughs> That's fine.
0: White people. It's man. gonna be
1: okay. I'd rather not die.
0: Well, yeah, no shit. Like, yeah, dude, I'm not trying to fucking fall out of the sky. No. End up like Leonard Skinner in this bitch.
1: No. Mm-mm. <laughs> Famous people in planes.
0: Dude, I do. I do love flying though. Low key,
1: it's it's fun.
0: But yeah, um, man, the LAX thing kills me every time. That Burbank thing's a pro tip. I'm gonna have to remember that no, shit. No,
1: seriously, it's the best. <laughs> It is legit the best. And Southwest flies to Burbank, so you get that free check luggage. This is an I'm ad for about. Southwest Airlines. Hey,
0: yeah, sponsor the show, uh, maybe one day, hopefully.
1: I mean, I do have the credit card, <laughs> and I have already used it to redeem points for another trip to Burbank.
0: Okay, and you said that you were also a fan of uh, this Andy Adams as more of like a a local artist. Um, you did like some artwork for him, right?
1: Yeah, so uh, Andy, he's super cool dude. Uh, he does folksy stuff. I told you I was kind of in, into that. And uh, he approached me a uh, year before last about doing artwork for his new album, Back to Square One. And for that, I illustrated an awesome sea turtle. Well, I think it's awesome. At least he did too. So that's good. <laughs> uh, it's kind of like a turtle island. It was his concept and I carried it out. And Uh, It's a beautiful piece. And I also, as a graphic designer as well, I was like, hey, can I also design the whole layout of this thing? Oh, shit. And so Bucket List. Yeah. Bucket List, I got to, I get to have an album, a vinyl album and a CD of my work on it. Like, you know, I got to design Elsa's stuff. That's awesome. Yeah. Shout out to him. Yeah, yeah.
0: And then you, said, you also, I uh, so Allie Loren Project, I'd heard about through All Kinds of Awesome. I don't know if you ever heard of that podcast, but no. Steve Hill, uh, he's the mayor's chief of staff, I think. But oh. he does a podcast and he just has like random, like really cool people on. But yeah. he had Allie Loren on oh, sweet. before she did her, I think she did like a New Year's Eve, New Year's Eve show. Uh-huh. And so that's how I heard about her. But you have have you done some work with her or you just like well, her? so
1: not directly with her. But um, for some freelance, I did uh, some design for Grand Casino. And they have a really amazing local artist series called Play It Loud. And they featured uh, Ali Loren on it and uh, Mike Hostie and oh, right. some other like local artists. And it's all about featuring local artists. And so every season they do like... I think three or four different artists.
0: That's very cool.
1: Yeah.
0: I love that. Like just getting like the grassroots, like local artists and getting there, like a big show together for them to do stuff. Yeah, I like to see that, especially like, especially with like a visual artist, like, a. One thing that's cool is like Curbside Chronicle and they do like oh, the, I
1: love Curbside
0: the Chronicle. Christmas wrapping paper every year. Yeah, different actually, as yeah. Different artists?
1: Aditi. Penfold. She did one, she yeah. did one last year. And so year. did
0: Sam Washburn. Friend yeah, yeah, of the show, yeah. Sam Washburn. Yeah, Sam. So yeah. that's so neat. Like, I love to see every year. I'm like super excited to see because I'm gonna buy it every year. Cause oh yeah. Because I love that.
1: Yeah. And anytime I see them, like while I'm driving I'm like if I got a couple bucks on me, I'm like, Oh yeah. Yes, please. I got Definitely. that Spider-Man issue that they oh, had out. Sick. Yes. And I have, like, a Wonder Woman one, too. I apparently just pick all the awesome, you know, <laughs> comic book character ones. But You're good at picking them. I mean, I'd like to do a cover for them, too. <clears throat>
0: oh, yeah, that'd be cool. You hear Rania? You got a, you got a willing uh, a participant here. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Rania. She's awesome. Yay. Um, but, I mean, it is cool. It is, like, such a collaborative, you know, feel for the city, especially, Um. I don't know if that's something that's just, like, appealing to you as, like, an artist or what, but, you know, someone with, like, a tangible talent and, like, thing that you do, you could really go anywhere and do your thing. Is there something that really keeps you here in Oklahoma City as far as, like, you know, the culture or anything like that?
1: I mean... Cost of living doesn't the cost hurt. Of living. I think <laughs> like,
0: every time I ask that, it's probably the number one answer.
1: Right? Um, like, bro, I have
0: to pay an arm and a leg just to live.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, and something I like about Oklahoma City is it's changed so much in the last ten oh, years, yeah. like five to ten years. We have become so much more of a creative hub, and like food. Oh my gosh, our food, Dude, our restaurant yeah. scene has gotten intense. Our
0: restaurant game is like tier one, like god yes. tier. Yes.
1: And uh, so we've got such like a, a good tight knit community, which is really nice. And we've still got that, you know, new food scene and like art scene coming up. And it's, it's really nice to have that without being, highly like inflated and congested like austin per se oh you my know? god like yeah, the for cost sure. of living and also just like the traffic and stuff like that so we're we're starting to get that kind of vibe in areas you know plaza district paseo and stuff without
0: some of the negatives is like
1: like the art walks yeah. that we have you know that's so like yeah the beginnings of, that is like, pretty austin cool
0: stuff. i mean yeah. they have one in norman like all the every yeah, month yeah yeah it's like the second friday is that where it is First uh, or second, second Friday? second Friday
1: for Plaza, first Friday for Paseo, and so I'm not sure about normal. Third. Not Probably. <laughs> third or fourth. That would make it's sense. One of those slots. Um, no, I'd love to go to that one. I, I haven't been down there um, for that. But uh, the the murals that we have going around oh, the city, yeah.
0: mural syndicates doing yeah. their damn thing, man.
1: Yeah, and th- we actually are providing grants for more murals. That's pretty too. tight. I so meant- we might
0: see an anime mural, maybe. Oh, right.
1: I thought about applying for that grant, but I did not. Oh shit. I was like, I don't know if I can paint this large scale.
0: Dude, I, it's, it's intimidating. It's daunting to me just looking at it. I'm yeah. like, people do that? I'm like, dude, like I can't going to take
1: five years.
0: Dude, yeah. My and then they'll do it in dead. like three days. No. I'm like, how the fuck?
1: Never. You're <laughs> a wizard, Harry.
0: Dude, for real. Like the mural at Vanessa House, I'm like, how did you, it's Jake Beeson. <gasps> and so I'm like, this fucker did this whole thing in like two days? Like, that's crazy. But it's pretty intense. I mean, there's just a lot of magic from there's just a lot of cool talent going on. Yeah. It. It's really neat to see, like, you know, such a diverse group of people doing cool shit in the mm-hmm. city. And I, you know, it's just awesome.
1: And pertaining to cartoons, oh my God, do you know about the Skirvan artist in residence? Oh, program? shit. Jerry Bennett.
0: My boy, Jerry. The
1: Jerry Bennett. The man oh, with the,
0: the greatest laugh in the game.
1: Yes, the loudest, greatest laugh. <laughs> You know him from five rooms away,
0: dude. Dead ass. Two
1: city blocks.
0: I need to get him on the show, dude. It's been a it's been a long I time will coming.
1: Tell him I've he always needs I've to do talked it. to him
0: before. I've had when I was at Wizard World, he had he didn't have a booth at the when I went, but
1: he was a guest, right? He
0: uh, I don't know. I think he just went to just hang out that day.
1: All right, that's sweet.
0: But it was when Brian Winkler, Clint Walking Stick, and Sam Washburn collaborated on a mm-hmm. a comic called Discount Force. Oh, nice. And I think. Jerry was going to show hello love to that, and I caught him while he was at that because I did some mini episodes at that at Wizard World, and I was like, dude, I need to get you on the show. And he's like, yeah, for sure. And it's just like we've always just kind of missed each other. Yeah, and so I need to get him on there, especially since you know, so he can talk about like his artist in residence and all that. Yeah,
1: yeah, pretty sweet. He's a great guy. Yeah, he's amazing. And, like, it's so cool how we can go from, like, say, Mike Wimmer last year, who's an amazing oil portrait artist. Yeah,
0: like, the diversity, man. Insane.
1: To cartoons. Yeah, comics. It's, it's and pretty it's nuts. like, how accepting are we, it's you pretty know? pretty cool. And, it like, Baskervin, it's a very fancy place. But
0: well, I don't, yeah, I mean, I think it's just a uh, product of how far we've come and, like, how many different things are going on.
1: Yeah, and how much people respect this art form, too, now. Right on. You know, like graphic novels and cartoons and web comics and stuff. They didn't always get the same respect, like on an art level. Oh, yeah. Like, I know my art teacher in high school was like, you need to stop drawing this anime stuff. It's not real (laughs) art. And I'm like, I don't care.
0: Real art. What is real art? Come on. I
1: don't care what you say. I'm going to do what I want. I'm sick of this town. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But... (laughs) oh yeah but jerry and i actually um we're part of scbwi which is the society of children's books writers and illustrators oh cool yeah he's the illustrator coordinator for oklahoma and then i'm the assistant illustrator coordinator for oklahoma city
0: that's legit
1: yeah so we met like oh god like eight or nine years ago doing that. And we just had our conference last weekend. Very cool.
0: I didn't even know about that. That sounds really cool.
1: Yeah. So we have a lot of different art forms going on. Children's book and all that. That's legit. Going on in OKC and Tulsa.
0: Shout out to Tulsa. Right up the turnpike. That's right. (laughs) Um, No, I definitely think there's a lot of truth to that. And there's just so much cool stuff going on. It's just exciting to see like you know, where it might go. So I'm definitely excited for that. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate you coming through and talking, you know, anime, music. Yeah. Everything in between.
1: Oh, thank you. Yes. Shout
0: out to Southwest.
1: Oh, yes. Um, Southwest. <laughs> <laughs> Please sponsor uh, us.
0: Why don't you tell people where they could follow you on social, like keep up with your projects, your website, all that kinds of good stuff.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, I am most active on my Instagram and you can find it at Alexandra Brat. And then my Etsy is also Lotus Inks. And my website is alexandrabrot.com. You can also follow me at Twitter at alexandrabrot. It's all consistent except for the Lotus Inks. You yeah.
0: Know. Hey, we got to have one outlier, right? That's right. <laughs> and then you have a bunch of shows and you're always posting about those oh, on yeah. social, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I literally have a cat convention May 4th and 5th in Austin. Oh, shit. I think Austin's just on the brain because it's coming up and I get to make that drive right longer on. than Tulsa, <laughs> so, you know. Oh, Better yeah, right. you than me. Yes. But uh, I'll be selling a bunch of cat art. Oh, and um, if any of you are true crime fans of my favorite murder, they're coming to town May second uh, to do a live podcast, at Civic Center, and I do a bunch of merch for that. And I'll be trolling around OKC at the various that cool, man slinging the old slinging uh, the old things the old
0: artwork. Yeah, That'll get cool. my square reader out. So y'all get out, y'all come out in full force for that. That'll be yeah. cool.
1: And then also uh, watch my Instagram for news about my plush cat kiss the cat cactus uh and his debut on kickstarter this fall
0: yeah for sure and we'll be sure to share that kickstarter
1: tagging all that good
0: stuff see if we can get you hell of love on that yeah that'd be cool thank you uh well as always guys you can follow us on social media it's tunes tunes podcast t-u-n-e-s slash t-o-o-n-s we're on facebook instagram and twitter you can listen to us on spotify apple podcasts wherever you find your podcasts Thanks again Alexandra.
1: Thank you so much for having Bye. me. Bye.